Moncrief on News Talk. As series six of The Crown has at last arrived on Netflix, arrived just in the last few days, and uh, it's getting a very mixed review, it has to be said. Um, Netflix, I, I think you would describe The Crown as kind of one of the jewels in The Crown of Netflix, and the writing on it down the years has been sensational and it's been appointment TV. So, what's going on, we ask ourselves. But take a listen to the trailer. Don't really understand how I ended up here. Dashing around and losing sight of myself in the process. You know, I think that's been the story of my whole life. I'm afraid, Your Majesty, interest in the princess's private life is unlikely to die down anytime soon. The press are on our tails constantly. All one wants is for that girl to find peace. Mummy, you okay? I'm okay. It's just... It has all been a bit mad recently. It certainly has. A little clip there from The Crown on Netflix as we speak. Joining me more to discuss this is Pat Fitzpatrick, a journalist with The Examiner. Patrick, lovely to uh, to talk to you today. How are you today? Very good, Tom. I don't know where you're getting mixed reviews because I haven't seen any any good reviews yet. Uh, God, it's almost traumatic listening to that again. uh... Listen, does Diana feature in this at all? (laughs) Nobody else features in this and that's the problem. Uh, like season six, as the first four episodes, you know the way they've done it with season six is they've 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 put they've dropped four episodes first, and then they're going to do the next four in December. And the the first four episodes of season six are the last eight weeks of her life. I presume I'm not spoiling anyone's story here by saying she dies. Now straight um, away, straight away, there's a thing there. You're going. Uh, one of the things about the previous uh, seasons of this is that a season might span 10, 15 years. It'd be quite this big, broad sweep of history. Suddenly that's out the window and you're talking four episodes just covering eight weeks. Eight weeks. And like, I always thought the best thing about The Crown was the way they, they you know, they use a kind of some story, and sometimes it would be a story you wouldn't really know much about from British history or world history, and they'd weave the royals' part or the, the royals' reaction into it. But, you know, you were being carried along by history. You weren't spending too long with any characters. There'd always be a couple of subplots, proper subplots going on, so you were never spending too much time looking at the same character. This one, it, there's a bit of Charles and Camilla in Scotland being dowdy and musty and the Queen wearing terrible cardigans, but it's mainly... Um, Diana in the south of France on a boat with, with Dido or Dodi Fayed and it's just it's you know you know remember before like something would happen with the Royals and Channel 5 would have a four part series out about it yes. about a week later yeah kind of made for TV uh, kind That's of talking head like. special you can just let it but this, see it. no but this would be a drama like oh, it wouldn't right. be like they'd have a whole drama out of and you know actors and the whole thing was it was almost done like I'd say in one take yeah. And it's kind of, you say this, you say, and it's all exposition and there's no, there's no character development or anything. It's all just, just do, just do this, just do. And I had that feeling about it. It was like, it was the opposite of what made The Crown great. <gasps> Very disappointing, Patrick. I did, did you like the old ones? I loved it. I loved it from the start. And I loved, I mean, part of it was Netflix going, we've loads of money. Yeah. Um, you know, 
we can't go wrong. Um, and they were pouring $15 million, I think, an episode was going into this. And it showed. So, like, there was really good set pieces and they'd, they'd deviate off into stories and, you know, really... So there was an, and you could pretend to be interested in history as well. So, you know, it's kind of trashy and gossipy too. But, you know, there was a bit yeah, of history yeah, in there no, as well. It was very relatable. I mean, I, I watched it and... Um, my wife is, I think, quite representative of a lot of people quietly in Ireland, kind of secretly mad about the royal family and fascinated by them and would read books on them. And you were finding things out about Charles and his, God, the dreadful time he had at the boarding school. Holy moly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what yeah. a thing to do to a child. And then yeah. little bits of the interaction with um, kind of Churchill in the first ones and how that kind of dynamic was between the Queen. Thatcher was brilliant. Yeah. The Gillian Anderson play, like that totally, was brilliant. Yeah, um, brilliant. And again, you know, and I think when I got to Thatcher's one, it switched over to being about Thatcher. It could do that. Like if the character could take the, you know, with enough heft in the character to, to take it, they'd switch away from the royals a little bit and it would be much more about that. But there's none of that here. You're yeah. basically on a yacht in the south of France with two people. And what gets me about it was, as well, you had a sense. Now, I know part of the problem they have is we all know an awful lot about this story. There's very little to learn at this stage. But obviously there's loads of supposition in this because they were on the yacht pretty much by themselves for quite a while. So all the dialogue, you know, you know, again, spoiler alert, they're both dead a couple of days later. So nobody got to record any of this or write anything about it or learn anything about it. So they're guessing, it's guesswork as to what they might have said. And honestly, daytime TV, Tom, daytime TV is really? the best thing I could say about it. My God. Yeah, I couldn't like it was really... I don't know. I don't know what it is. They're, they're, I've heard they're trying to kind of uh, paint it in this kind of, they were going to get together and it was part of, of uh, Dodie's dad's scheme to kind of put his son with yeah, her. Yeah, and like there's no, again, yeah, I mean, I think there's an interesting story there. There is an interesting story, which is basically that the way they presented it is that it was a fling for her. She should never have been there. She should never have been in Paris that night. She wanted to go home earlier. He got it into his head that he should marry her to please his father, Dodi, and so he made her go to Paris, bought a ring. And but they made you know, nobody knows if any of the stuff where he proposes to her and she says no, nobody knows if that happened. Yeah. Um and then you know, Mohammed Al Fayed, um was a brilliant actor playing him, but like they kind of portray him as a kind of the evil sultan, you know, it's it's kind of borderline racist that they have this character. And it's he doesn't kind of disappear in a puff of smoke or something, like Ming the Merciless. It was really <laughs> kind of old school, kind of, you know, old school kind of orientalist kind yeah. of villainous <laughs> character. Do you know what I mean? Right. It, oh, it was just, what's, everything was, was weird about it. Right. Well, any idea what's happened? It is the same writer, it is the same series creator, isn't it? I have two theories about it, right? Yeah. One is that Netflix is completely now driven by the algorithm. So the algorithm told them, okay, because do you know that Diane appears as a ghost? to the Queen in the show now obviously now, I, I kind of I was nearly afraid to say that because I, I thought I might have seen a misprint somewhere and I was afraid no, to bring no that's true she so remember the story with the Queen was slow to come down from Balmoral to join in the, yes. um, the national mourning at the palace in Buckingham Palace well uh, you know the, Tony Blair always claims that he was the one who persuaded um, her to go to be in the national interest but apparently according to the Crown it was Diana's ghost appeared and said look we've had our differences down the years but I think your best interest now would be to go down to London and the Queen said you know what that ghost of Diana I never listened to her when she was alive but I'm listening to her now <laughs> it's the Queen <laughs> it's one thing yeah. it's one thing for the ghost of Diana to appear uh, <laughs> and the Queen get a sense of her was the Queen actually talking to her 
Oh yeah, well, I mean, I, I, it was kind of you know, it, was, it wasn't done quite as you know, there was no woo, like yeah. it, was, it was you know, she's sitting there and she's kind of listening to her and all that. She appears to Charles as well, and Dodie, I think, appears to his father. So it's, it's just, I think it's either the algorithm said this is what you should do. People in Illinois love this or something. I don't know, or else Stray- it's your man Peter Stranger Morgan. Stranger Things has, is trending. Precisely that it yeah. got caught, they got mixed up with the um, the brief. Like you know, they did kind of an audience thing, and the notes came back from Stranger Things, and they said, "All right, we will do it." It says here they should be ghosts, or else I think Peter Morgan has done six seasons of it and said, "Geez, I just may want to make sure I never have to do another one." Well, there's a text you know. Peter right. Morgan, who wrote The Crown, did an amazing job writing this period in time when he made The Queen the movie in 2010. He should have left it there, he says. Right, so um, so I mean, I I just can't get over this. I'm kind of shocked and stunned and I know I'm going to have to watch it as well. On top of that, there's there's no avoidance. Oh, make sure you watch it. I mean, like, it's, it's, you know, make sure you watch it. It's it's so bad, it's good for a while, but then I don't think, like, put it this way, I don't think I'm going to watch the next four episodes. Right. Um, The one thing they get right is the heartbreak about the two boys, which was obviously you know, a lot of the morning in a way was for the the situation for, for William yes. and Harry and they, they create the heartbreak in that in fairness and I found that very hard to watch. Okay. You know, knowing so that was that was genuine, that was proper on the money. They got the emotions right, but that was about it. It is possibly a bit of it that this is too recent because is it maybe that what was powerful about the early stuff is that you had that broad stroke of history and you get a sense of people being at the mercy of these huge events that are going on that are bigger than them that you kind of you only see in, in the fullness of time. Is there a bit that yeah. this is recent? And Yeah, I think and, and not just recent but you know it's been done so many times there's been so many documentaries Harry's book came out this year going back over a lot of that ground as well yeah. you know so we all, there's nothing, even going back to what you were saying about learning things about, you know, the, the royal family that you never knew about. I mean, there, there was a very, I remember one story about some cousins who'd been kind of locked up in an asylum and that they just dropped that into yes. one episode really powerfully. And we all went, that can't be true. And it was, you know, yeah. so you kind of learn there's much more to the royal family that we should know. And but, that's, uh, that kind of stuff, if you remember the time, that sets off all these theories that people always have this kind of blue blood stuff and, you know, they, they were they were from too narrow a pool and all that kind of stuff and there would be all yeah, sorts of genetic I mean, we'll, issues. And, you know, we'll remember that the good times when that was the daftest theory we have, but now we've the ghost of Diana the appearing Diana. to the Queen. So My God. They've, um, uh, They've hopped the shark and then some. Yeah, when we talk about end, a bad uh, series endings, uh, Game of Thrones is always going to be a front runner as, as the worst final season oh, in I the history. I didn't mind of... that. I mean, Lost ah. was daft. Lost was daft. Um, Lost Game lost of, I me. I, I wasn't yeah. watching Lost by the time it finally ended. Lost never found me, but I knew Losties who were kind of just in, in, in shock at the last, when it, it just unraveled basically yeah. and it kind of started you know, Nothing as bad as Game series. of Thrones though Game of Thrones I oh, know I, do you know what I actually thought it was alright I <sighs> thought it wasn't perfect it didn't okay it didn't match how brilliant the series had been but it wasn't it's not as bad as this it was still true to by and large true to the the kind of well, the message of it true, true to the genre I mean it was ahead of the book which was the whole idea wasn't it the, the whole problem well, yeah true true yeah. that's true yeah, um, and it felt like it was in the same show. This didn't feel like it was even in the same show. Right, you're saying it's worse than the ending of Game of Thrones, Pat. Do you do you want to consider that for a moment? Oh, there's you... no comparison because because it's like it's it's like it's a different. It's like they've just got. Sorry, no, I'm not dissing Channel Five, but they've got a Channel Five four o'clock in the afternoon series in and plugged it in for season six. Right, um, and you know that's you said it. in your article that it makes Channel Five uh, royal family dramas look like the work of Martin Scorsese. 
Yeah, I stand by that. Oh, God. You throw the heavy <laughs> words around very lightly, don't you, Pat? <laughs> well, you might as well. Look, it's, do you know what it was? That was, that, was a, that was a rage rate. I wrote that straight after watching the fourth, very close after watching the fourth episode. And at that stage, it was like betrayal. You know, the way if you, a really good series takes a wrong turn, that's something you really love. You feel like it's broken it off with you, basically. Yeah. And it's gone off with somebody else. That's the way I felt. So, uh, yeah, strong feelings. Right, very good. We feel very let down. And she's absolutely everywhere as well, Diana. She's the cover of nearly every magazine. That big poster was sitting there in the, the, the swimsuit yeah. on the side of the boat. And, you know, she's good. I mean, she's brilliant at it, in fairness. She, she captures the kind of the simpering and the kind of difficulty. She was kind of enigmatic. You never really knew what was going on with Diana. I think she captures that. But the dialogue just, and then the kind of scenarios completely let her down. And, and, and Dodie, the, you know, the story they were told to tell, they do it very well. The acting is great, which is, makes it worse then because you think, oh God, like, it could have been great because they, they, they're making, you know, they're, it's guesswork, but just the way yeah. it's presented just, just feels... Ugh. Sounds like it was too onerous a task. Did they at the very least feature the famous Sun um, headline about Dodie when he was, um, when he was seeing her? You Dodie rat? <laughs> no, they didn't. And they've never been short of putting up uh that there was a couple of them now, right? There was a couple of them, but uh no, there was they didn't fe- they didn't feature that one. Yeah, you see they were the glory days when ah, you could do that kind of stuff. The glory days indeed. Um <laughs> yeah, Pat, yeah. thank you very much for joining us and an absolute pleasure talking to you. And you know, as you are indeed yourself Cork royalty, so for you to, you know, cast your views on the British royalty is we're very privileged. Yeah, or no better man. The only man in a position to do it. I, I think, think so right. too. I think so too. Pat, thank you very much for joining us. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.